0: from the newsroom of South Coast Today. This is ST Speaks, a podcast diving deeper into the news of the day and covering hot button issues that matter to you. You're listening to ST Speaks. Welcome to Dartmouth Digest, your inside look at all things Dartmouth, Massachusetts, brought to you by the friendly and talented journalists who cover the town. I'm Phil David, editor of The Chronicle and southcoasttoday.com/chronicle.
1: My name is Amy Chevroli. I'm a reporter at the Standard Times, and I cover the town of Dartmouth and UMass Dartmouth as well.
0: You can find our podcast pretty much anywhere podcasts are available these days. We won't say sold because we bring this to you for free. Uh, We're on social media, facebook.com slash southcoasttoday and facebook.com slash the Dartmouth Chronicle. And you can also find our podcasts embedded in stories at southcoasttoday.com. We're on Google Play And we're on iTunes, too. So, something to satisfy everybody. That's right. Um, Thanks for hanging with us today. This is our third run on Dartmouth Digest, and we're old pros at this now, having a good time. Mm -hmm. And today, we're talking about something that's going to happen to all of us. And what would that be, Amy?
1: We're talking about aging today. That's right.
0: And specifically, tied to Dartmouth.
1: Yep, Dartmouth as an age-friendly community, and their efforts to put out a survey and um, get a sense of what you know people that are age 55 and older kind of what they're looking for as they age, and the kind of services that they're looking for around Dartmouth.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting time to be a Dartmouth resident, especially if you're 55 or older. If you haven't yet been approached by somebody, you will be either over the phone or Out somewhere in town To uh, take a survey Um, This is part of Dartmouth's uh, Effort to uh, Fall in line as an age friendly community Under AARP And the town is sort of Figuring out what that means And what it means not just for people who are Aging now but For the younger population Who are putting down roots in town And want to raise families here Everyone's going to get older eventually And Um, it's all about building a community that people want to live in and contribute to as they get older. So, uh, I guess before we get into the meat and potatoes of this whole thing, Amy, how do you feel about aging?
1: I mean, obviously, you know, it can be a little sad. It can be a little, you know, hurtful. (laughs) Getting old. old. (laughs) Things start to hurt. Um, but sometimes I feel kind of like an older person already. Um, you know, sometimes I have the occasional hip problem. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) I'm twenty four by the way. (laughs) Um, and I've I always felt like I've kind of been into, you know, older things. I like to knit and crochet and embroider and you know, I have a record player and like to listen to records and I love, you know, crossword puzzles and puzzles in general. So I've always kind of felt like an oldie. An oldie yeah. but a goodie.
0: Wow, you're a straight-up thug.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> Got to watch out for you on the streets.
1: I know. Crazy.
0: But I'm one to talk to. I mean, I'm the grandpa of my group. Uh, people lovingly call me that name. At least I think it's Lovingly. Behind my back, that's probably not so Lovingly. <laughs> but um, I don't know if uh, the name found me or if I found the name. Uh, you know, I I walked with a cane for about five or six months, which didn't really help the case.
1: I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: And, and it's not even a cool story. You know, like people would ask, oh, man, how'd you end up on the cane? And I wish I could say, you know, I was, uh, you know, running away from a burning building with a 100 cute puppies in my arms, you know, <laughs> like just rescuing them. But the truth of the matter is I just sat down the wrong way on a bench at a restaurant and popped my knee out of place. But, hey,
1: that's, that's getting older.
0: Voila. <laughs> there it is. I had a cane for about five, six months after that. So in great shape physically, as you can tell. <laughs> um, and uh, also happen to be a big fan of Golden Girls. So if that makes me an old man.
1: And Roseanne.
0: Listen, I love Roseanne, but that doesn't make me old. And by the way, that sitcom, which I would argue is the greatest sitcom in the history of American television. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Amy's groaning. (laughs) It makes its return to ABC on March 27th, and they did not pay me to say that.
1: I don't don't support the promotion (laughs) of Roseanne on this podcast, but we'll let it go. We'll let it slide.
0: The door's over there. (laughs) You can leave anytime you want. Um, But, you know, the the fact of the matter is, look, we're joking about aging, but uh, most people age gracefully, unlike us. And, you know... a lot of people after they retire still have a ton of energy and a ton of time and the intelligence and experience they've amassed over the decades in their careers and just by living life they still want to contribute to their town they still want to make a difference and I think this is what this new effort in Dartmouth that we'll get into is all about over the years as a journalist I don't know about you but you, you meet people of all ages and all backgrounds and I've interviewed my fair share of older people. And when I say older, I'm talking like 101 years old. I actually have a Facebook friend who's 101 or about to be 101. Her name is Yvette. She lives in Fall River. And she is pretty awesome. Uh, she got married in 1938 at Notre Dame Church, which ended up burning down in the 1980s in Fall River. Uh, she lives independently. She does yoga, she teaches yoga, she does water aerobics. Uh, She has a million different interests. Until a couple of years ago, she was helping to organize the Senior Sweetheart Pageant in Fall River, which was a big deal. Uh, She's just awesome. And she's on Facebook. You know? I mean, that's pretty cool.
1: Good for her. I think, anyway. Yeah, that is awesome.
0: And I'm also thinking of another wonderful lady named Gilda... Uh, people who live in the Tritown area out toward um, the Cape will know Gilda. Uh, She is the owner of Gilda's Stone Rooster on the Marion Wareham line. Opened uh, in 1980, and uh, she still works behind the bar there. She's 94 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe 93. But I had the pleasure of going by her bar to visit her with a couple of friends recently. And She's just fantastic, this little tiny person behind the bar, but completely young at heart and makes a mean drink. And she's also respected in the music community. Uh, Gilda Stone Rooster's is big, big uh, supporter of the arts and jazz in particular. In fact, uh, Dr. Michael Rocha of Hawthorne Medical in Dartmouth, uh, also a jazz musician, he plays there with his group. And uh, he's really tight with Gilda,
1: yeah, I was going to say, her name sounds familiar, and it's definitely from Dr. Rocha talking about her.
0: Yeah, she's an example. She's one of the examples of living every drop of life you can, um, and bouncing back from health scares and you know, just continuing to stay active and, and busy and mindful of your health. And the proof of that of doing all of that is that there she is. Doing what she loves and hanging with people every night, so there are examples uh, throughout southeastern Massachusetts and maybe on your own street of awesome, you know, kick butt older people living their living their life. Um, so I guess we can get right into it and and talk a little bit about Dartmouth.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: And its its efforts let's do here. It. Um, now I've done some of the reporting on this um, recently and. Uh, And uh, as far back as a couple of years ago when Dartmouth joined the AARP uh, network of age-friendly communities, and what that means is uh, a bunch of things. But what it does, that designation sort of puts pressure on the town to live up to that title, right? Because Mm -hmm. if you're going to call yourself an age-friendly community, you better bring the goods, so to speak. Um, Dartmouth, as a lot of people know, already has so much to do for the... um, aging population the council on aging does great work they're busy all the time we get calendar listings in from them regularly mm-hmm. of just so many events and and programs something for pretty much all tastes um but this uh AARP designation comes with a broader scope and it asks people to think about the future um AARP has what it calls 8 domains of livability right and All right,
1: break them down. Break, break them, them down. down for us. This is
0: exciting stuff. Let us know. So I'm I'm breathing in because there's there's uh, there's eight of these to go through. But uh, outdoor spaces and buildings, transportation, housing, social participation, respect and social inclusion, civic participation and employment, communication and information, and community and health services. So that's a mouthful. Wow, that's a lot of stuff, and. How is the town going to tackle all of this? Well, it formed a steering committee to figure that out. And uh, it met for the first time just a couple of weeks ago. I got to be in the room at town hall uh, for that. Uh, David Cressman, the outgoing town administrator, led the way. But the uh, committee also includes uh, various people from throughout town, uh, representatives from the Board of Health, um, the Planning Board, the Council on Aging, And uh, also UMass Dartmouth. The reason behind that being um, Dartmouth is uh, partnering with UMass uh, Dartmouth's uh, College of Nursing to fan out across town and survey residents who are 55 and older. Mm -hmm. And the big discussion point at that meeting, that first meeting, was this survey. It's a big one
1: it is a big one I'm holding it right here in my yeah. hands
0: <laughs> Amy's been flipping through it really the last couple sure of minutes I'm not sure
1: how many pages we've got here but you know it, it must be you know at least at least 30 pages probably 50 or more
0: so probably 50 or more and there's a lot definitely more than 40 questions in yes there. there's questions and sub questions and all this sort of stuff all of it multiple choice
1: yes pretty much yeah it's pretty much all multiple choice you know an example of a A question, you know, they'll ask you and then I'll say extremely important, very important, somewhat important, not very important, and not at all important. Wow. So that's what we're working with here.
0: Now, the discussion at the steering committee meeting was how are we possibly going to get people to sit down and take this whole survey? Because from what I understand, it takes maybe a half hour and change to get through it right if you're doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. Do people have time? Do people have patience to get through the whole thing? Because what it does is it covers those eight domains of livability I talked about. So there was some discussion about should we, you know, remove some of those domains of livability from the survey and sort of chunk it out, make it easier for people to digest and then maybe, you know, do multiple surveys, do another survey down the line. Well, that seemed like a good idea. But uh, Deborah Molina-Wender, the uh, development director for the town of Dartmouth, made the good point that so many of these things are interconnected. You know, you think about housing, and you also think about outdoor spaces and buildings and social participation and social inclusion. All of these things sort of form a tight web, and you can't really remove one without removing the other. You know, you have to sort of include everything. So Dartmouth is uh, ambitious in this regard in its attempt to survey as many people age 55 and older as it can about the state of the town now and what they'd like to see as far as programs and services go in the coming years.
1: Yeah, and so from what I understand, they're kind of out in force trying to get people to take the survey any way that they can, and so you can take it in various ways. Um, from what I understand, you can take it online, you can take it over the phone. Um, it seemed as though nursing students might be going door-to-door to try to get people to fill out the survey.
0: That's uh, possible. Um, there's I,
1: listening sessions as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's all sorts of stuff. The Council on Aging is playing home to uh, this in the coming weeks. Um, February 6th, 13th, 20th, and 27th from noon to 3 at the Dartmouth Council on Aging. Um, Nursing students from UMass Dartmouth will be uh, on hand to help people take the survey, but also to answer questions about it, to listen to concerns, that sort of thing. Um, But there are other ways to participate in the survey as well. Um, There's a phone option. Um, UMass Dartmouth students uh, will call residents to ask how they'd like to participate. Um, Residents can also email the program to set up an appointment And that email address is agefriendly at town.dartmouth.ma.us. You can also pick up a survey uh, at either the COA or town hall, deposit it in boxes provided at those locations. And then you can always take it online. Um, The actual address is long, but it's available on the town website, if uh, you again go to uh, town.dartmouth.ma.us, rolls right off the tongue.
1: Yeah, and we can post a link to this uh, to the survey when we post the podcast as well.
0: That's an excellent idea. We don't
1: have to bog people down with all the numbers and, and letters that are in that link.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, but anyway, we'll take you through some of the questions that are in the survey, give you a little taste of what's going on here. Um. So let's let's do it.
0: Yeah, let's uh, let's pick out some juicy ones.
1: Alright, so social clubs such as for books, gardening, crafts, or hobbies. What do you think about that, Phil? How how would you rank that?
0: How would I rank it?
1: Yeah, in terms of extremely important, very oh. important, somewhat, not very important or not at all.
0: I would say extremely important. You know, I'm not of the fifty five plus demographic, but you know, you don't have to be to to know that. You want stuff to do. You want a community that's active and engaged and, you know, places where you can make friends and interact with people, all that stuff. So, yeah, the more clubs, the merrier. Dartmouth doesn't have enough.
1: So what kind of club would you want?
0: Oh, boy. Uh, Maybe the Roseanne Club, Roseanne Fan Club.
1: (laughs) Oh, God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, No, you know, uh, well, I'm a big uh, astronomy buff mm-hmm. i shouldn't say buff because that implies that i actually have a handle on it <laughs> um i am uh, in awe of outer space anything outer space related and i probably will be for the rest of my life so hey dartmouth you know think about you know when i'm older and retired and you know 30 40 maybe 70 years i'd like to have that uh, on hand what about you Okay, so What'd be your ideal you know, we'd club. Like a,
1: we'd like a space club and I would support that. Um, I'm thinking definitely a book club. Gardening would be good too. because um, I actually do like to garden. I'm not like a full blown gardener, but you know, I I help my dad during the summer. Well, there <laughs> I, you go. I do what I can. Um I would say definitely a book club. We definitely would need to have a knitting club. Knitting and crochet and embroidery. That has to happen.
0: You are all about the knitting.
1: Yes. That's great. I'm not, in, you know, don't think that I'm advanced in any way because I'm not. I can't knit a sweater. You know, I'm really not that advanced, but I like to do it.
0: You know what? You, well, you know what you did do? Amy what? made me uh, a great gift.
1: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yes. Was that a, a knitting? Would you call that knitting? So that was crochet. So Amy crocheted a stress ball for me. I don't know how she knew I needed one.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but
0: it was lovely. It's this great little squishy thing that i you know squeeze (laughs) because listen stress happens and it 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 gets the job done just fine well you also got me a fidget cube
1: yes as well exactly i
0: recommend fidget cubes to everybody that's not like the fidget spinner this is more sophisticated it's just a little cube with things you can click and swirl and press and It keeps you from flying into a blind (laughs) rage. Exactly.
1: It's fun. It's it's pretty discreet too.
0: It is. Yes. So
1: it's good to have. You can have it in a meeting or something.
0: Oh, absolutely. So that's your interest. Now I have to figure out something space related to get you.
1: Yeah. Well, you'll you'll figure it out.
0: Oh yeah, I'll get there eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Um. What else do we have in the survey?
1: All right. So let me see what we got here. There's
0: only seven million questions to choose from. I know. Thorough. It's (laughs) thorough. (laughs)
1: There's a lot of questions. So this one is local schools that involve older adults in events and activities, and how you would rank that between you know extremely important to not at all important.
0: Local schools that involve adults in activities <laughs> was yes, that right? Invo-
1: sorry, involve older adults. <laughs> excuse me, in events and activities,
0: super important because I, this would imply that a, a, a way to in- link um, older people to students in schools, right?
1: I think it's awesome. Yeah, I've always kind of loved that intergenerational thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, younger people can learn from the older people and older people can learn from the younger people. And it's just, it's a win-win for everybody.
0: I, I see it. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs>
1: let's, <laughs> let's make it happen. <laughs> let's enact all this stuff
0: right now. Well, it's, Perfect. you know, part of, part of, you know, what's going to happen is uh, once the survey process is complete, it's going to be uh, on the steering committee to sort of Sort through all these results and figure out what the people of Dartmouth are saying collectively about what they want to see. And then it will be uh, time for the town to evaluate what it's doing, what it could do better, and then how to make those things happen. So there's a lot of work still to come. This doesn't just end when the survey is through. Um that's one thing that uh David Cressman, the town administrator, wanted to um uh, emphasize at the first steering committee meeting. It's that this uh work is just beginning, and it's super important, especially given that um the baby boomers are are coming up on you know some big birthday milestones
1: and there's a lot of them
0: and there there's are a lot there's a lot of them, so they're aging, and then there's you know concern for the younger generations as well as they get older. Um, The goal is to keep people living in town and to enjoy themselves when they're here.
1: Exactly. Keep people in their homes, too, and not necessarily a nursing home or an assisted living facility if they can help it, too. I think that's, you know, I think a lot of people would say, you know, whether they're caring for their parents or something like that, I think that's kind of generally what people want. Absolutely. not that I'm, you know... (laughs) I would guess.
0: No, I mean, hey, it doesn't take a big leap to, to, to assume that. I mean, that's what you want for yourself now. That's what you're going to want for yourself in 40 or 50 years. You know? So, hey, one more question. Hit me with another.
1: All right. Here's the last one. Okay. Easy to find information about local volunteer opportunities. What would you say about that? How would you rank that?
0: Again, I would say super important. I'm going to go with super important across the board. Because, yeah. well, I mean, think about how many organizations there are now. Think about how many causes there are. And think about it. I mean, I see it all the time in my email, uh, constantly getting um, requests from nonprofits and various organizations who are looking for volunteers, looking for people to step up to the plate and help. And, you know, the, the retired population, I think, is so ripe for that. A lot of people... You know, retire and now they're hungry for a new opportunity. They're hungry to find a way to give back to uh, their community and to feel like they're uh, contributing and and having a positive impact on their people's lives. And uh, if these opportunities were made more clear to them in some sort of, you know, organized network, I don't think we would have any shortage of people lining up to help out in any way they can. So,
1: well, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, you know, people are so used to just having that routine of going to work and working so many hours and probably overworking yourself and then you retire and then you're kind of like, okay, well, you know, it might be a case of, well, what do I do now? You know, I'm so used to being so busy, so used to being on the go. And now where do I put my time? And I think volunteering, you know, even if it's just, you know, one hour, a couple hours, I mean, that would be great use of time. Right.
0: Well, you know, uh, obviously we're not retired. We're, we're working.
1: <laughs> we're, we're far from retired. I would say <laughs> we're far from
0: retired, but I'm of the mindset, you know, I, I sort of fantasize about having a day off here and there and, you know, Oh, I'll just sit on the couch and watch TV for a little while and nothing wrong with that. I enjoy it a lot. But after a few hours, my brain starts going, well, okay, I got to do something now. I gotta, I gotta really do something. What am I going to do? I want to feel like I'm contributing.
1: Yeah, and you know it's funny because before I started working here and I was looking for a job after I graduated from school, I I actually called that, you know, my retirement phase. And it was like a joke between my dad and I and like <laughs> he wasn't really like getting a lot of work and we were just kind of in our retirement phase and you know, just doing a lot of like what you said, just kind of like hanging out, you know, watching TV or reading or doing something. And I'll I'll say that got old. And that wasn't even that long. That was probably like a few months after I graduated. Right. So
0: so you've already lived out the entirety of your retirement years in the span of a few months.
1: Basically, yeah. yeah. And sometimes when you know I'm on vacation or something, depending on if it's a staycation or what I'm doing, it kind of feels like I'm back in retirement again and then I have to pull myself out. <laughs> say, okay, let's get back. Let's do this. Let's get back to work.
0: Right. Well, you've always got a cubicle here at the uh, Standard Times at South Coast today waiting for you.
1: So so glad to know that.
0: That's the thing. So yeah. happy about that. No matter what happens out there in the world, you've always got a spot right here. I
1: always have a home. Always <laughs> Isn't have a that home. wonderful?
0: <laughs> so, I mean, there's no way in, in a half hour we could get through the the depth of this survey other than to say, these are the kinds of questions that you'll find in it. Uh, And these are the kinds of questions you can be prepared to be asked if you're a 55 and older resident in Dartmouth, but also questions for you to think of if you're a younger person, because you want to spend the rest of your life happily ever after in town. So think about it. And, you know, don't be afraid to make your voice heard too, if you're a part of the under 55 crowd, because if you're a resident of town, your voice matters. Again, uh, we'll let you know how to take that survey. Uh, Council on Aging hosting several sessions, February 6th, 13th, 20th, and 27th from noon to 3 p.m. But there are other ways as well. We'll post a link to the survey Mm -hmm. and the town website and all that jazz. And we're going to follow this uh, process along. We're going to the steering committee meetings, and uh, we're out and about and, and, and listening to folks in town as well. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of future the residents of Dartmouth create for themselves starting with this survey.
1: Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the results of this survey, you know, whenever that comes out. I mean, I'm sure there's a, you know, chunk of period of time where people can actually fill out the survey, but I'm excited to see what the residents think and have to say.
0: That's it for us this week, folks.
1: That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> we'll
0: see you again next time on Dartmouth Digest. For now, I'm Phil Devitt with The Chronicle.
1: And I'm Amy Chevroli with The Standard Times.
0: Take care.